Hi, this is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast recording of the Old Testament. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort's been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. I'll be using for the text the Joseph Smith translation of the Old Testament, along with many commentaries from general authorities of the Church, BYU professors, Bible scholars, and others. This format will be very detailed, and so if you want a deep analysis of the Old Testament, you come to the right place. Thanks for your attendance. Hi, welcome back. This will be for Isaiah chapter 18. So this has to do with the uh, some of the events of the restoration, which you'll recognize. Verses 1 through 7, the Lord's messengers take the gospel to the world. Woe, Hebrew hoy, a form of greeting. The woe really should be a greeting. To the land shadowing with wings, which is beyond the rivers of Ethiopia. Notice the, it says shadowing with wings. If you look at North and South America, with Central America being the body of the bird, the wings, uh, the whole North and South American continents look like a bird. That's just my opinion. Which is beyond the rivers of Ethiopia, Kush, a far distant land, is suggested. The gospel will go forth from the United States. The Northern Hemisphere countries look like two wings. I think so. President Joseph Fielding Smith said uh, that Isaiah 18.1 is a mistranslation. In the Catholic Bible, it reads, Ah, land of the whirring of wings, beyond the rivers of Cush, and in Smith and Goodspeed's translation, it reads, Ah, land of the buzzing of wings, which lies beyond the rivers of Ethiopia. The chapter shows clearly that no woe was intended, but rather a greeting, as indicated in these other translations. A correct translation would be, Hail to the land in the shape of wings. Now do you know of any land in the shape of wings? Think of your map. About 25 years ago, one of the current magazines printed on the cover of the American continents in the shape of wings, with the body of the bird between. I have always regretted that I had not preserved this magazine. Does not this hemisphere take the shape of wings, the spread out wings? of a bird. Oh, so it's not just my opinion. <laughs> Sorry. That was by Orson Pratt. President Kimball said, Why call me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say? President Smith went on to say that the vessels are vessels of speed, that the nation scattered and peeled refers to the land of Israel, which was denuded of its forests, and that the ensign refers to the restoration of the gospel that is published as a standard before the nations, that the missionaries are going to gather Israel who were scattered, and that only the Latter-day Saints can fully understand this chapter because it deals with the great work of gathering in which they are engaged. Verse 2, that sendeth ambassadors, the elders of Israel, by the sea, even in vessels of bulrushes, Upon the waters, saying, Go ye swift messengers to a nation scattered and peeled, to a people terrible from their beginning, hitherto a nation meted out and trodden down, whose land the rivers have spoiled. What land but America sends ambassadors to the scattered remnants of Israel? At first they traveled by sea, but now they travel mainly by air. Recall the wings mentioned in verse 1, over the waters of the sea. It is the same place from which an ensign would be raised to the nations, referred to earlier by Isaiah in chapter 5 and in verse 3 below. Uh, the bulrushes is Hebrew reed or papyrus. This reference to papyrus boats by Isaiah is not literal. Modern ambassadors, missionaries, do not ply the Atlantic in papyrus boats. Rather, it is a cultural clue. The tribe of Joseph, divided into two under the sons of Ephraim and Manasseh, exhibited e Egyptian culture, including the spoken and written language, long after the twelve tribes settled in the Promised Land. Their scriptures were written in Egyptian on brass plates, which later served as a model for Nephite writings. Peeled is translated from a Hebrew word meaning scoured or polished or of light complexion when describing human skin. Oh, so a nation that's scattered and peeled sounds like uh, a nation of white people. Hmm, I wonder where that is. Uh, and the rivers have spoiled, that's Hebrew for cut up or divided. 
verse, verse 3, All ye inhabitants of the world and dwellers on the earth, see ye, when he lifteth up an ensign of the, on the mountains, and when he bloweth a trumpet, hear ye, the message of the gospel is going forth. For so the Lord said unto me, I will, make, I will take my rest, and I will consider in my dwelling place, the temple, like a clear heat upon herbs, and like the cloud of dew and the heat of harvest. God is in charge of the harvest, and he will make conditions ideal for the ripening of each person. For afore the harvest, when the bud is perfect, and the sour grape is ripening in the flower, he shall both cut off the sprigs with pruning hooks, and take away and cut down the branches." destruction of the wicked at the harvest of the righteous. They shall be left together unto the fowls of the mountains and of the beasts of the earth, and the fowls shall summer upon them, and all the beasts of the earth shall winter upon them. The wicked will be eaten by the beasts and the birds. In that time shall the present, that sounds like a, a reference out of Revelation too, doesn't it? That there's two feasts going on. There's the feast of the lamb, the supper of the lamb, and then there's the um, the feast where the fowls and the beasts eat, the, eat the, those that have died. You're either uh, at the feast or you're on the menu. Verse 7, In that time shall the present gifts of righteousness be brought unto the Lord of hosts of a people scattered and peeled, and from a people terrible from their beginning hitherto, a nation meted out and trodden underfoot, whose land the rivers have spoiled, to the place of the name of the Lord of hosts, the Mount Zion, in other words, the temple. The saints are so determined to offer to the Lord a worthy gift of gathered Israel that, as the prophet Joseph Smith said, they have labored without pay to instruct the United States and now the world that the gathering had commenced in the western boundaries of Missouri to build a holy city where, as may be seen in the eleventh, in the 18th chapter of Isaiah, the present should be brought unto the Lord of hosts. Mount Zion is identified in modern revelation as the new Jerusalem. Thus, once the church is restored and Ephraim begins the work of gathering Israel from their scattered and peeled condition, they can present a restored house of Jacob to the Lord as a gift that will delight him. The Jerusalem Bible renders the phrase in Isaiah 18 a, a people terrible from their beginning as the nation always feared, and it renders the phrase whose land the rivers have spoiled as the country crisscrossed with rivers. These passages seem to refer to America where the restoration was to take place. That's out of the Institute Manual, and that's the end of the chapter. See you next time. Come back for the next exciting, next exciting episode. Bye.